What's up, you guys? I know it's been a, a while since um an episode, and uh, honestly, when I uh, posted on the uh, Instagram, the E2, the E2 podcast Instagram, I did not expect to be doing this episode. Um, I actually had a, a different episode lined up uh, talking about, like, the recent court cases that, that well, well, recent of cases that have been kind of popular, um, like the Smalley case, the R. Kelly case, you know, just things like that. And But sadly, you know, we got some sad news this week. And so I, I feel like, you know, I had to totally say fuck the other episode and excuse my language but fuck the other episode and just focus on this news and this news is and and I'm sure you guys you guys know about the thumbnail and yeah you, you guys know by the thumbnail what this is um basically um a pioneer, a community leader. The rapper Nipsey Hussle uh, recently passed. Um, and he passed because he was killed. He was murdered. He was assassinated. Um, assassinated by his own kind. Um, assassinated by, you know, the people he was trying to help, you know, which was, you know, his community. But... Before we start talking about, like, deep intellectual shit, um, let's just, you know, let's just go about a little fresh about what happened. If, you know, anybody that's hearing this or listening to this, um, if you guys aren't fresh up on the case, but, um, basically, Nipsey Hussle, um, he, uh, recently, uh, well, around last year, he, um, he was able to make this store called uh, Marathon, this clothing store, and it was basically, um, he bought this whole strip, this, it was actually a whole strip that he bought just for his community, so he bought this store, and then unfortunately this week, um, earlier this week, he was gunned down in front of it by, uh, a person that will rename Nameless on here, because we do not give shooters names on this, uh, podcast, um, even when we're talking about you know, sad events, we're never going to talk, uh, you know, um, about, you know, the evil, malicious, nefarious being who carried out this attack because he will not get any fame from this. But, um, yeah, basically he was uh, a guy, uh, this guy was known as a, a rat or informant and uh, basically a very, you know, uh, very a base head, basically a base head. And, you know, um, Nipsey was basically telling him, like, it's not good around here. You know, you can't just, you know, be posted up, you know, around the, sh- around the shop doing stupid shit. And so then that's when the kid, you know, he couldn't take his own demons. And so he left like a coward. And then he came back and, you know, shot Nipsey. He ran up on Nipsey while Nipsey was outside of the store, you know, with his daughter there. <laughs> He ran up on him, shot him five times in the body and six times in the and one time in the head, uh, accumulating for six shots in total. And um, Nipsey uh, was pronounced dead, dead, you know, at the hospital. And um, Lauren London, um, his uh, confidant, uh, his wife, 
um, the mother of his child uh, recently, you know, just finally made um, uh, an Instagram post, you know, talking about it. And it it, it was very short um, because um, she was basically, you know, she didn't have any words for this. Um, she um, specifically said, you know, I am lost without Nipsey, you know. You know, she's in and, and it's true. She lost uh, a father a lover, um, a protector, a guider. And so, yeah, yeah, bro. Now it's time for the deep shit. Now it's time to start attacking. And I, and this is no offense to anybody. And this is not me, you know, because I've learned how to frame things over time. And so this is not going to be me just basically saying you're stupid you don't know what you're talking about or do your research do your research i hate when people say that do your research like why can't you just tell me what you're talking about <laughs> like why why do i have to do this immense research that you probably haven't even done so it's no offense to you know the people who call themselves intellectuals but um let me just go out and say this um nipsey did not die you know, at the hands of the oppressive establishment. Nipsey did not die at the hands uh, of the government because um, over conspiracy. He did not die because he was making a film about Dr. Sebi. Um, the, basically, the holistic doctor um, who had the uh, Supreme Court, uh, well, the court trial in like 1987, and then he had another civil court trial in 1993. Basically, Dr. Sebi was he proclaimed that he cured AIDS and, um, he basically had this case, um, uh, like, like I said, 1987 and 1993. And, um, these cases, uh, well, the first case in 1987 was to determine, was he lying about, you know, the practice? Well, he, well, the first case was honestly about him being, you know, him practicing, you know, med uh, this medicinal uh medicine without a license you know because most holistic a lot of holistic doctors you know they they use natural remedies so they don't you know use um westernized or you know uh american medicine um so and so basically nipsey was gonna make a trial about this guy um uh this guy was very popular back in the uh 80s early 90s uh for, you know, doing this treatment, uh, it was uh, said that he brought up to 77 patients um, to prove his innocence. Uh, but, I mean, if you look deep into the case, you'll understand why Dr. Sebi didn't really cure AIDS and why he was just basically implementing a healthier lifestyle and a healthier diet. Um, but I'm not really want to, this is not going to really be about Dr. Sebi. I'm going to try to, like, just focus because, like, the thing is, the reason why it's not going to be about Dr. Sebi, because, like I just said, you know, the oppressive establishment did not kill Nipsey, you know. Unfortunately, Nipsey died at the hands of a black man. Uh, the same thing goes for XXX Tatencion last year, who died at the hands of a black man. Um... Same thing for people in my city who have recently died. Um, Jeffrey Washington, you know, people like that, you know, died at the hands of another black man. An, a, a, a black man, these people died at the hands of a black man who is disenfranchised by the system 
and jealous of his own brother. And 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 unfortunately, bro, this is too common for us. This is too common for us, and and it becomes so common for us. Is it's like you try your hardest to be like, no, this, it's not this. You know, he was, he did not get gun gunned down by a gang member. He was doing so much for the community. Why would anybody kill this man? And, and you know, you know, when you're thinking logically, yeah, why would anybody kill this man? But, you know, it, we have to understand hard truths that you know our OGs and our you know our philosophers from you know uh, this from the segregation period and on up you know people like Cornell West what they've been telling us and what they've been telling us is that you know people really have crab in a bucket like mentalities and 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 I know you guys a lot of people heard of that saying and um basically what 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 it is is that you know people at the bottom you know you know people at the bottom people in the hoods people in the ghettos uh people that are not in the mellow, that that are in the inner city but not they don't see businesses around them all they see is you know hood and for those people and for people like that and de- definitely the african american community we when a black man succeeds and then tries to give back to his community that will always have some form of hatred. And this hatred arises because of the fact that black people are at the bottom of this capitalistic society. Black people are at the very bottom of this great market economy. This is what happens, you know. We compete with each other. We content with each other. We're... we're we're just malicious towards our own brothers, the people who look just like us. But, you know, and, and it's so crazy is that, you know, that I heard a lot of people talking about, hey, nah, we got to go kill that dude, that, that, that dude who killed Nipsey and all that and all that. And like, and the craziest thing is, is that, you know, when a black man is murdered by a black man, you know, we like, nah, it's time to ride, bro. It's time to ride. It's time to fuck them niggas up, man. Excuse my language, but it's time to fuck them up. But, you know, as soon as an officer kills a black man or, you know, a racer shoots up a school, then we're yelling, stop the violence. Then it's time to stop the violence. You know, when it's a, a more um, external force that's oppressing us, we can see our oppression. So we'll be like, no, stop the violence. Police brutality is bad. Stop the violence. Uh, racism, barbaric racism, all forms of racism are bad. Stop the violence. Stop the hate. But we can't translate that to our own people. And it's because we have been conditionally brainwashed over millennia, uh, over, you know, being in America, just, you know, we were brainwashed to basically love riches but not understand capital, or not have capital. You know, we were taught, you know, you know, uh, around the 1950s to, you know, buy the name brands. Don't get, you know, uh, don't worry about your stack of assets because uh, whatever you do to get those stack of assets that, you know, Nipsey Hussle was talking about, you won't be able to get them because you're not white. So just focus on, you know, looking rich. And just focus on the flashy, just focus on embellishing, just focus on being flashy and flamboyant with all your riches, but don't focus on putting, 
you know, actual assets in your community, actual uh, increasing property values, increasing things like GDP. Don't worry about that stuff. Just worry about the outside, the external riches that you show. And and, 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 and a lot of theories can back me up on this, uh, you know, not only socialism doctrines, but, uh, you know, when you understand uh, Taoism, you know, the, the way of the sage, you know, the sage tells us if, if you want, you know, the people to fight, if you want the people to compete, put a prize in front of their face. Put a prize, you know, and, and that's what's been happening to our people you know, since the conception of this country and since the conception of a middle class in this country, we've been arguably been in fighting since the beginning of this country, just fighting each other just so we can focus on our individual gain or our individual income. It's time out for that, man. It's time out. And this is the hard truth, bro. No matter how rich a person gets that will not change anything about your community it won't i can become a popping rapper today i don't rap but still i you know or if you rap or if any if just think about your talent right and if you and, and i'm specifically talking to people who are in inner cities um black impoverished communities um you know if if you're in, you know, that space, like myself, like other people, like Nip was, um, just think about it. You know, you perfect your craft, whether it be a rapper, rather, rather it be, you know, through um, politics, rather it be through, you know, you, you growing a school, getting an education, being, becoming super rich in your own income and try to give back to your community. No matter how, whatever scenario you put it, no matter how much money you pour into your community, it will not change your community. Yes, it's true that, you know, we are in you know, Nipsey came from an impoverished community and that community needed financial resources and monetary gain. Yes. And he supplied that. He supplied that on almost every level. You know, when you're talking about infrastructure, he supplied that, you know. Fuck, man, I'm sorry. This is it just bothers me because he 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 gave infrastructure he supplied infrastructure he supplied things for edu he supplied things for education and in in his community not you know past the red line that we that we normally speak of when we're talking about you know uh community differences not past the red line but in his own community you know giving people in his community jobs you know and all he gets in return is, is, is a shot to the face. Literally. He gets shot in the face. By the same community that helped him. This wasn't Nipsey's fault. Nipsey did everything he could do. So... When we talk about... I hear people say this all the time, you know, because I'm from an inner city... Um, you know, you know, outside of a big metropolitan, but still an inner city. Um, I, I hear people say this all the time, man, I'm gonna become popular. I'm gonna fix my whole hood. Like, no, like it's not going to work like that. When are we going to stop? You know, when are we going to stop with the ideal that money is going to fix everything? 
you know, money is going to fix, you know, how the fuck can money fix a mindset? You know, money is not going to fix a mindset. It, it, it doesn't and it never will. It never has. No matter what we do. We have to understand that we have to start focusing on our ideologies as a community. We have to start focus on our principles and how we think. Because as a community right now, bro, we do not have principles. We don't have a way of thinking. We don't have ideologies. So when great people like Nip, you know, you know, actually make it out of the hood and just come back to pour back into the hood, he ends up murdered. And yes, Nip is, you know, he 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 was able to garnish a lot of individual riches or individual income over his life, you know, becoming a famous rapper. But he's since he's a black man, you know, it's so much he can leave behind, you know? He can't leave behind the action that he put in his community. Now we have to hopefully pray that somebody in his community takes the torch that he didn't even get the chance to pass because he was still lighting the torch, right? He was still making, he was still woven it. He was still making the torch for his community. So he couldn't pass this torch. So it's, it's all about who will take the initiative in his community and take that initiative and finish what he started when he didn't even get to get halfway. And that's why I'm saying, like, it's time out for this uh, this bullshit of, uh, well, if, we, if somebody become rich, a Jay-Z can fix the hood. No, we have to start working on our ideologies. Too many of us in our communities, we have reactionary philosophies, our reactionary principles that are are made in, in temporarily, but made by temporary decisions in quick moments. So we make these decisions off of emotion, right? And, and we continue making these decisions off of emotion, and we continue showing hate towards our brother because that's what we're taught. It's like, like I'm, I'm going to draw this parallel. Like, if there's two rats in a cage, right? Um, there's two rats in a cage. And no, matter of fact, there's three rats in a cage. There's, there, there's two rats in a cage. And above that, the cage is like a, a floor, is like a ceiling. And above that ceiling, it's another rat eating cheese. Now... You have these two rats at the bottom that see that rat upstairs eating cheese, but they just can't get to them. But they're both going to try to get to him so they can get that cheese. They would do anything. They're, they're going to do anything out of their possible way to get that cheese, if it, even if it means killing each other. That's why a lot of rats, you know, practice cannibalism because they're scavengers by nature. So it's nothing to eat another rat because I got to eat. And I, I hate to draw the same parallel when talking about my people, when talking about my communities, but that's what it is. 
and it's and it's only because we have always chosen this way of you know capital is the way you know we see you know the white elitist and the like like say for instance of uh, the Walmart heirs we see the Walmart heirs we see people who are at the very top and then we say okay they have money and they're living great so if we have that same money we're gonna live great no it's not like that it's not like that at all it's like no because you got to understand they are at we are on the opposite side of the power struggle so while all you see is how much money they have individual money they have you, you don't see that most of that money was given to them you don't see that most of this money was bequest to them or bequeathed to them you know you, you don't see that and you don't see that not only individual money that they have but they have so much stocks of other assets that you'll never ever see when you think about people like the Walton family, Jim Walton, Robinson Walton, Alice Walton, Lucas Walton, Ann Walton, Christy Walton, Nancy Walton, all of these people are still living and they, not one of them has less than a billion dollars. Not one of them. All of them are bequeathed with a billion dollars. And so you think that, you know, because like, 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 shit, Walmart has been fucking alive and in, 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 in operating since what, 2001, I think, when they really started getting like a bank of assets. Yes, they, they've been on fours one and 400 since 2001. So when you, you understand that, how in the hell are we going to, as a black man, you know, from an impoverished city, how in the hell are we, how, how in the hell am I supposed to get, like, like, become rich enough to do and touch what they touch, to touch what the Waltons touch? Because, yes, the Waltons, the, the Walton family has enough money <coughs> to change the circumstances in the hood. They absolutely do, you know, they absolutely do, but they do not have they're not worried about the mindset of these people as well. They're not worried about the mindset or what we got to go through on a day-to-day -day basis. So how do we stop this? How do we start focusing on a better world, on a better society, on a better community, you know, and, 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 and how can we actually talk, start working towards you know, actually changing the mindset of our people because people have proven that, you know, history has proven that you can do anything with capital, but if you don't have certain things attached to that, like the, an ideology and representation, it's not going to fly, meaning that, you know, you're, it's nothing's going to happen. And sadly, what, 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 what's even more evident that, you know, you're not even going to look at with, you're not even going to be looked at with more respect by an individual. Collectively, you might have the masses like Nipsey Hussle did, but an individual can still hate you just because 
They can't fight their own demons. We already... So how can we change this mindset? Number one is that we have to understand that capital is great, but riches are not important. We have to start understanding that, you know, it, it it doesn't matter what shoes that I rock. It doesn't matter, you know, how much money I'm getting. Like I, it's like as long as I'm surviving and I'm living to the next day, it's it's great. You know, I don't have to sell drugs to do this. You know, I don't have to move weight to do this. I don't have to sell dope to do this. Because sadly, this is disproportionately affecting your community. While the suburbs are, are while while the people at the top, let's say that the people at the top are getting richer, we're just getting poor while the people at the top continue to take from us. And then secondly, all infighting should be condemned. You know, people talk about, you know, when are we gonna stop info? When are we gonna stop hating each other? When we stop seeing. Self-hate represented it. So, in other words, we need to stop seeing hate, self-hate represented on all levels. That even means in our musics, in our music. And I'm sorry, I, I, I never wanted to be a stickler, but, you know, it, it, it doesn't make any sense that we, that, you know, and, and, and I have this fault too, is that I'll listen to a trap song, you know, you know, you know, saying, uh, fucking uh i carry the tool carry the wool like like what 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 the fuck is that you know it's like and then like because me i'm not i'm not a you know i'm not a shooter i'm not a, a gangster by far but it's like i i still listen to this music because rightfully it jams and it smacks so you know it's like you know I'll be like, you on, you be on some op shit. I was cruising down a nigga block with the chopsticks, rock star nigga. Nah, I need a. It's like I, I jam it because it, it sounds cool, but it's like this, you know, same representation is affecting our community. It's like with this same. It's like I can I can easily say that I'm not when when this artist makes a song about killing another black man or killing another person in our community, you know. I I can easily say that I'm not affected by that. That that you know this doesn't you know mess with my psyche into uh, making me want to go kill my own kin. And and for and a lot of people can say that, but it's like for the people who are living this life, for the people who you know are are actually in the fields, you know, how can we keep telling them they're wrong? when we keep listening to music that worships that lifestyle we'll we'll understand that you know it becomes ass backwards it, it becomes us just saying like no don't do this but why don't do it tell me why i shouldn't do this tell me why it, it, it it's important for us not to talk about killing each other why it's important for us to lift each other up. Why it's important to change our ideologies and our mindsets completely. We have to remember that the goal of this is to make this a better society. And 
and and I'm I'm actually challenging you guys, and um, this isn't gonna be a long episode. We're actually about to end it, um, but I just wanted to challenge you guys before we go, before I go, and basically to make a pledge. And it's a pledge to the seventh, uh, the pledge to the seventh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seventh, the pledge to the seventh. And basically that pledge is we will make this a better society. And I want everybody who's listening to this podcast right now to people who are listening to this podcast right now, I want you to stop what you're doing. Um, if you're multitasking while doing this, I just want you to stop multitasking and repeat these words after I say them. We will make this a better society. We will make this a better society. We will make this a better society. Because that's what we have to focus on. Too many people die in our communities, man. And and I, and I, I don't want to sound redundant, you know. I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm saying the same thing over and over. But, you know, we we really have to start organizing on a revolutionary level to change our community, man. We really have to, you know, you know. Another black man dead, another black man dead who was trying to do all in his power to help his community. And not only we have to remember the seventh, and not only we have to change our ideology completely, and we can't focus on this capitalistic bullshit doctrine of pursuit of profit. You know, pursuit of profit says that, you know, as long as I'm getting money, it's fair. And it's not. It's not about getting money, you know. It's not about individual income. It's about the collective. It's about the masses because no matter how much money you get, and Nip knew this, man, and that's why Nip knew this. It's not about your life. It's not because after you die, like, okay, you become rich. Whoopoo, like, great, great fucking ditty dandy, whatever. But as soon as you die, your, your, the place you come from is going to remain the same. So all this individual talk of, like, as long as I make it, as long as my niggas make it, no, we all have to make it. Anything individual is bullshit rhetoric. And I'm sorry. It's just true. We have to start thinking about the collective. Definitely, especially, especially in our black communities, man. And and this is just not on a level of changing our ideology, but it's being present and being a present representation in every single thing we do. 
And one of those things being, and, 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 and I don't give a fuck who disagrees with me about this, because if, if you could disagree with, with me, we can, you can pull up, we can have a debate on the show. But if we are not inclusive in voting, if we're not inclusive in our legislation, we will never see the day that black people will have wealth. We will never fucking see that day. Because people, 1921 Tulsa, Oklahoma, Greenwood District, those people were thinking about the collective completely. But they didn't have the assets nor the representation in the legislation to to sustain that. So they got killed and their city was burned to the ground. You want a more recent example? 1966. When the Black Panthers organized on revolutionary levels in their communities, in Los Angeles, in places like California, giving giving kids free breakfast before schools, having education programs, having survival, survival programs for black Africans. Who are scared? Who is scared to walk a route to work because they they fear that they're gonna be harassed by the police by a police officer? Though they were killed because we did not only have a faction of uh, our, our representation in our in, in in our government, not only because of that, but because of bullshit people like Farrakhan who would not unite with the Black Panthers under the same ideology. The bullshit nation of Islam, the bullshit nation of Islam who would not unite with the Black Panthers under that ideology. The ideology of Marxism, the ideology that no, no capital, no nationalist rhetoric is going to help our people. It's time out for this shit, man. The only way we're going to do this is by thinking about the collective and being and having a representation in every spectrum of society. We already have entertainment. Because black people have been entertaining the elite class for fucking millennia. So we already have entertainment. We still need economic. We still need political. We still need to be... Every day we, and that's what I fight for as a progressive organizer, and that's what you should fight for too. That is making this a better society. You will not become rich and make this a better society. So if you think that you becoming rich and famous is going to help your community or help your society, bull fucking shit. And I'm sorry for all the swearing I've done in this episode, but I'm, I'm, I'm livid. You can become. You can become a fucking millionaire and you're still not going to help our society. The only way we're going to change our society is by changing our mindset and having adequate representation in every single thing. And look, I know I'm not saying this not knowing about the government's history of voter suppression or, uh, you know, I'm, I'm our, 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 our corrupt our corrupt politicians. I'm not disregarding that because they still do exist. But the thing is, is that now we're in a position to get those people out of seats. And in Texas alone, black people, only only 12 percent of black African-American people voted in the Texas midterm elections. 12 percent. You know, and it's like 
now that we have more resources than a Martin Luther King, right, or a Malcolm X, right, or a James Baldwin, right, we, 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 we just decide to say that this shit can't work because they couldn't do it. You know, I hear that all the time. Well, this shit can't work because Martin Luther King tried it and he did what? I, this shit can't work because, you know, Malcolm X tried it. The Black Panthers tried it. Huey P tried it. Fred Hampton tried it. Bitch, they didn't have the same resources that we have today. So stop sitting on your ass, man. Stop saying that one day this is going to... Stop saying that, you know, one day we're going to get what we want even if I don't see it. Don't stop making this some destiny, some shit. Like, no, you know, we will die off. Our communities will die off. We will suffer. We will suffer tenfold than we're suffering now. Last episode, I, I sat up here and said that the black wealth is projected by 2053 to be at zero. Complete zero. The black wealth at, at zero dollars. Meaning that as us as a black race, us as a demographic will not have any revenue or any property value. So what are we going to do about that? I'll tell you what we're going to do about that. We're going to remember the seventh. We're going to remember the seventh. We will make this a better society. Now, I'm going to start prepping you guys up for the upcoming weeks. Um, because I, I really want to launch, you know, I have really have some good stuff that I want to launch in, in my community and, you know, external communities as well. But even if you're not from my same community, I want you to take this this fabric that I'm laying down and, you know, practice it yourself, you know, of course, you know, I'm not saying that I'm right. And, and I know how to solve everything, you know, it's, it's, it's not that, you know, I don't, and, and I'm gonna need everyone's help. I'm gonna need everybody who's listening to this podcast. I'm gonna need everyone to give, to shape our platform. I need, it's gonna take all of us to shape a, a, a sound ideology, a, a sound uh, principle. It's going to take all of us thinking about the collective. So it's not that I, 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 I'm just, you know, at the precipice of all knowledge and I know more than everybody. No, it's not that, you know, it's just history so shows us and history is showing us. And every day we're seeing that we're seeing what doesn't work. And I just want to end this note by saying, um, I, I, I send condolences, of course, to the family, but to fans, you know, I really send condolences to fans, you know, people who've been listening to Nipsey. Um, I remember one of my first memories of listening to Nipsey is when my, uh, my brother, uh, like my best friend, Jalen, uh, Gidry, he would put me on and he put me on you know i think it was his dedication tape and i would listen to things that came before like status symbol or, um but one of my favorite songs was um 
don't take days off, you know, and I really love that song because it it really embodied what a lot of people are going through and art and just that that motivation like that uh, that motivation that comes from you know I want to do better and not from I want to be better than other people it's not no I, I send my condolences to the fans because you know people who are strong Nipsey fans you know um you know even stronger than me because y'all were robbed we were robbed we were definitely robbed um it's like kind of the same thing with the x thing but on a larger scale because you know it's like it was so apparent that you know this wasn't gonna happen to nipsey it was just so apparent like we were just That's why nothing is promised. There's no light at the end of the road unless we have the torches to light the road. And I just want to send condolences to everybody in my community who have lost people to gun violence or who have lost people to street violence or to gang violence. And... This is just hard. Um, but thank you guys for watching this episode today. Um, it really means a lot um, that you guys are still with me and that, that we're still rocking. And yeah, we're going to have a lot of organizing things lined up. Um, I may even have this survey but one at a time, I'm going to announce things. So so check, please uh, stay to date, uh, stay up to date with my Facebook, uh, Jalen Gasper. At Jalen Gasper, my, sorry, I had to burp, but uh, at Jalen Gasper, um, stay up to date on all my, all the E2 podcast, social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we're going to start having some very important things roll out and I want everybody to be a part of it because I really want everyone to be a part of this change but um and as far as Dr. Sebi um I I will I I, I'm not like I said I didn't want to do it in this episode because my whole thing about this is that you know it's not a it's not a conspiracy conspiracy theory um Riza Islam is not for the people He's an opportunist. He's an opportunist, just like Farrakhan, who banks off of division, and 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 actually, Riza Islam himself is getting paid by the church, the Church of Scientology, to spread things like um, anti-vaccination, you know, or you know, anti-intermarriage. So do not listen to people like Riza Islam or Dr. Umar Johnson. They are paid opportunists, opportunists who are literally getting paid by elitists to shove division down our throats, so do not listen to them. But uh, concerning the Dr. Sebi thing, I will, you know, I, I'm, I'm not going to discredit, you know, the, discredit the argument of if, if Dr. Sebi cured AIDS or not. So if anybody wants to have that debate with me, we can. Um, we could do a phone call like we did Phil. Um, matter of fact, we can make it a day. It could be a million. 
of you guys calling and we could just you know and i can explain to you why you know he didn't die you know off of this but this dr sebi thing is is gonna be finished by nick cannon so if if you were really excited to see the documentary um uh nick cannon is going to finish it so um and and, and nipsey was uh already in the beginning stages of filming it so it'll just i'm gonna be happy i really want to see it just because i want to see nipsey again um i know it's gonna be very fresh to see his face again in any entertainment because uh, it's like it, it's like weird you know when this happened it's like when it happened with x it was like it took a few days for it to register so it's like you're listening to their music you've seen them because they, they, their music is everywhere now because they're dead and they just died and it's the same thing with mac you know mac miller even though he died from a drug overdose it's like when your favorite artist dies it's like it takes like this stage of denial is just so longer uh because it's like you know it's like their music is still here their instagram is still up um photos of them are still being passed so it's it's just so surreal to be like uh no they're, they're dead it's like i still have to remind myself sometimes that x died same thing with mac miller and you know, just how much and how many people, my bad, uh, technical difficulties, but, um, I was just saying, like, uh, what, what really made Nip a, a special person, and, and after this, I, I promise I'm gonna sign out, uh, but, um, what, what made Nip kind of a special person, because, um, like, like, people like X, um, people like Mac, uh, I, I really, you know, were just, I, first of all, I grew up with Mac, so, you know, uh, when he released Blue Side Park, you know, uh, I think I got put on to Diablo first, but, um, but yeah, I grew up with Mac, so it was like, I kind of put myself on Mac Miller, same thing with X, you know, so, you know, but with Nip, you know, he was so special because, you know, all of, you know, the people that I, you know, have had respect with, respect for in my community, right, in, in my nuclear community, you know, meaning like, you know, people that were just around me, you know, they put me on Nip, you know, you know, like I said, Jalen Guidry, I have so much respect for him, and, you know, he put me on Nip, and, you know, my brother, I have so much respect for him, and just how, you know, my brother moves, you know, he, in, in my brother's um, ideology, he reminds me so much of uh, Nip, and so, like, you know, and I remember him putting me on Nip, too, and so, and no, and he put me on dedication, yeah, Trey uh, put me on dedication, um, but, yeah, um, so it's just things like that when I see people that I really look up to and I really respect and all of them, you know, kind of shedding a tear or having a moment, uh, for Nip, you know, it's, it's, damn, it's a lot, though. But um, follow us on E2 the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, uh, follow my Facebook page too at Jalen Gasper, um, and just to stay up to date with what we're all doing. And again, thank you guys so much for all the support. Um, and for the fans, uh, just keep on mourning, man. It's it's gonna get easier, unfortunately. You know, I know this is surreal, but it's gonna get easier. Um.
But with that, I'm signing out. Uh, make sure on my on on the pages. Uh, make sure to give us your suggestions, episode suggestions, episode questions, and if you want to be on the episode to debate, because I've this is gonna be a very problematic episode. <laughs> so if you want to debate me uh, over a certain topic, that'll be fine too. Uh, just just you know, let us know. Um, and this is me signing out. Uh, thank you guys so much and love live peace i don't know what that means i just seen somebody have it on the shirt one day so i i, I just felt like those are some three powerful words so uh love live peace peace out